Are you immersed in a sea of business advice and education but not sure what to embark on first? Instead of adding to the ocean of information, we're here to help you navigate it like a pro. The Wayfinding Growth Podcast will help you take a deep dive into new actionable strategies, tools, and tactics to help you grow. So start charting a course for business growth as you explore a better way to grow further, faster, with your hosts, Remington Begg and George B. Thomas. And what's up? It is the day after the 4th of July of the year 2018, a.k.a. July 5th. Remington Begg, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. Doing great. It's this uh, holiday in the middle of the week kind of throws me for a loop, but but I'm here surviving. I gotta be honest with you. This is piss poor planning on whoever did the calendar in 2018 because people like to go out. They like to have fun. They enjoy themselves and then they wake up the next morning and go, Oh, oh my goodness. Well, with that said, let's go ahead and get into the show where we break down the amazing. It's funny. I think you texted me, slacked me. Facebook messaged me like numerous times. I can't wait to break down this episode. I've listened to it three, five, seven. You may have reached 14 times by today. By the way, let's just, let's do that right there. How many times did you, Remington Bay, go back and actually listen to the Joey Coleman interview? Four and a half. Dang. Dang. And the half was me like making a note in like, rewinding or fast forwarding to certain pieces just to listen to how it was articulated like it was just so on point it was ridiculous yeah it, it was amazing and what's funny is i've already seen where you started to bring some stuff out into the company of like yeah oh i heard this we need to do this anyway General yep. thoughts, general thoughts. Let's get into uh, our general thoughts. I'll tell you, I, I pretty much want to sum up, uh, although I'm not going to. I'm not going to because this would be like the shortest podcast ever. Uh, sum it into one word. One word, and that is that that episode was dynamic. Dynamic. Just, it, I felt like Joey was preaching, right? And and in life, Remington, you have these like few moments that you can recall, and you're like, "Wow, that was a, it was just a magical moment." It's like the stars aligned. Uh, yeah. And, and what's crazy is that I would never think that I would say that about a podcast episode because, dude, I've done a ton, a ton of podcasts, but holy mackerel, like it was just there. There were times you. Even had a time in the podcast where you're like, yo, you just got to leave that pause in there because I don't even know what my brain's doing right now. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm yeah, the, yeah, yeah. you know, it's like, we, I think both of us at one point in time, uh, we were broken <laughs> during, during the podcast <laughs> episode. So what, what are your general yep. thoughts on just that, that day, that moment in time? Fine, sir. Yeah. I think, I think for me, um, the big, the, the big takeaway is I feel like I'm best friends with Joy Coleman now. Um, and we're friends on Facebook, so that's super awesome. But like, but no, for real, it was, it was one of those things where listening to it, either he's done, I know he's done that talk like hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of times, but he, he just, he just was so eloquent with how he talked about it. You could tell that that man is jazzed up about, you know, the customer experience and, um, you know, and, and he's just, 
a real humble human being. I really loved it. And, um, and some of the key things, like there are so many little sound bites, no matter where you are in business, whether you own it or, or otherwise that, um, things you can take away from that episode. It's just, it really kind of blew me away. It was like, um, Joey Coleman in concentrate. <laughs> it was like, you know, we just had a lot. Yeah. Um, a lot of info that you could really unpack. Like most podcasts, I could play like, you know, two X or one and a half X comfortably. Like this one, the first time I listened to it, it was one and a half X. The second time I listened to it, it was one. And I'm pretty sure like I could probably go back and listen to it in half, except we'd sound really funny that slow. But like <laughs> he to to really let it sink in. But it was it was a really great episode. I think some of the um some of the big things that that I took away from the from a high level was uh, anyone can copy copy your company or your product or your service, but they cannot copy the experience. And I think that was one. If no one listens to anything else in the podcast, it's understanding they can't duplicate how you can make your customers feel. Keyword can. The question is, is are, are your competitors creating a better experience than you? I think that was one of the big takeaways I had. Yeah, man, for me. You know, and, and there were just nuggets. And what's, re- what's really interesting to hear you talk about this before I actually say my thing and we go into navigational tools is like right now there's a thing where people are like 1.5, 1. 1.75, 2.0-ing their content, right? It's like, uh, it's like I've got to get the content in me as fast as I can, even though I might not retain it. Uh, but at least I can say, check, I did it. I listened right. to it uh, to hear you talk about like, hey, is there a is there a point seven five button on here? Is there a point right. five button? Can I slow this down because I want to like, you know, just ooze the information, <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, and just kind of slow drip. Right. So that's the difference between like uh, immediate instant coffee versus like the slow drip percolate like type thing. And, uh, yep. man, that episode was for sure one of those where you just, you want the slow drip. You want to get every ounce of it. He said something super interesting. Well, he said a ton of interesting things, but one thing yep. that I really pulled out that I want people hopefully to go back and rewind and listen to is when he talks about one time buyer, lifetime customer. And, uh, you know, the whole yeah. dynamic around that, it was completely, completely crazy. But, uh, navigational tools, people, that's where we talk about the tools that we talked about. So you've heard about them if and only if you have gone back and actually listened to the episode. If you haven't, what's wrong with you? But, uh, but I just want to go ahead and really kind of go over the eight words that, you know, might might just change your business forever. Uh, and man, the way that he dug into these Remington, when he was talking about mm-hmm. assess, admit, uh, affirm, activate, acclimate, accomplish, adopt, advocate, uh, and, and the mic drop moment of like, oh, and by the way, assess, you know, one out of the eight, well, like that's your whole process right now. Like that's, right. that's all you're focusing on. Uh, so let me just, uh, you'll school you. There's like these eight other things. And with these tools, um, I really felt like Remington, uh, 
I think I felt like how an ant feels maybe. I don't know. Uh, and what I mean by that is like you're so focused in on the world as an ant, you can only really see the sidewalk. But when somebody would pick you up and like, you know, eh, now yeah. all of a sudden you see the grass and there's a swing set over there and, and there's a building that you thought maybe by 10 years from now as an ant you would walk to and get to. I feel like during Joey Coleman's, uh, you know, interview and these eight sections that somebody like lifted me up and was like oh look there's a world out here it was just really really ridiculous no i totally agree and you know going back to those those i love the fact of how much thought he put into it with like all the a's like just just even the the thought process around that right everyone aspires to get a's on their report card like blew me away yeah right yeah you know, when we talk about when we talk about like the navigational tools here, one of the things he mentioned is how much emphasis we put into the buyer's journey and then the actual customer's journey. Now, admittedly so, we have a customer journey at Impulse, but it's like they became a customer, like we get the project done and like we did our job. Now I want the the eight A's Mm. throughout the entire in, in through to kind of map out the entire customer journey because we care about the customer mm. everything we do but but how much of that is intentional i think that was one of my biggest things so like make a customer journey as a tool that is something you can know where people are at the other thing that we talked about was like you know this is the navigational tool area like the tools so bringing it back to hubspot HubSpot's got a huge opportunity for you to measure the entire customer journey all the way from assess to advocate um, where mo- – and I, I kind of see that as like a, a big aha. And I don't even know if HubSpot's got this far, gone this far with it. But thinking about the fact that you can start to map out that entire journey in one spot and understand how far through people got, I think that that adds eight more lifecycle stages to me to like the life cycle stage that's set up in, you know, in the HubSpot tool. So the the service hub I think is going to be really huge or a tool like it to allow for you to actually track this stuff intentionally. So so it's funny cuz you mentioned life cycle uh stages and I I went in a little bit of a different direction with this uh cuz I was like there's got to be something here and and I, first of all HubSpot isn't talking about this. They they don't they they right. they say customer delight that's the end right. of the conversation. Customer delightion. Yeah. You know, it's like, no, 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 no. Here's how you get the customer delightion. And, and see, it's these eight things, right? But I started to think about why do we not have in the, the CRM side, which I don't, I hate calling it a side because it's just a service sales marketing tool at this point. It just, it, that's what right. it is. And so why segment it? Why silo yourself? But I started to think, why are there not a, um, at the end of your uh, deal stages where it's closed one, why isn't it that you just don't have those other eight that follow along or the seven that need to follow along after yeah. the whole process? And then my mind even started to go with, well, 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 why wouldn't you maybe actually just do closed one and then have a secondary 
I'm using air quotes for those of you listening, sales pipeline that is called the first 100 days and it has the seven or so uh, deal stages in it. And then you even take and automate some of the things that could be automated, uh, tasks to, to have somebody send a gift, uh, emails to like affirm them or activate <laughs> them. And then you're dragging uh, these deal stages. I mean, they're not worth any money. It's just that you're making sure – well, they are worth money because they're going to be a customer <laughs> for life, right? So so it's like you're, now you're dragging these along, these uh, stages, and you could remind yourself, it's day 57. Make sure you go drag this to deal stage number six, right? Like there's just so much that you could do in there mm-hmm. with this philosophy and that tool. Anyway – Whew, that was a total nerd moment. I so, may have exhausted guys, all of my energy for the rest of the podcast on it. I'm just guys, saying. Gals, that is number four. Activate. George just activated himself today. <laughs> to that point, you could use the service hub, like the actual tickets, to drive someone through the first 100 days. You know, there's a, So I think there's a huge opportunity to kind of think of how – Joey's methodology he kind of put together really just kind of can roll into how you deal with it as a business. Um, you know, that's just, that's just huge. And then, so the final tool, and this really blew my mind. He talks about the fact that you should give your customers a gift when they come on board. And right, I'm literally in the, in the middle of having conversations with Jackie and Rachel about the, like, making these swag bags where we're like here have a gift <laughs> and <laughs> he was like and i'm not talking about you throwing your logo on something and i was like crap <laughs> <laughs> it was it was really cool it was really cool to kind of hear that but it really kind of opened my eyes up into this you know our marketing is customer centric our sales are customer centric how customer centric is your customer experience Mm. that was like that mm. was that that thing i got mm. so so yeah that was huge yeah i gotta say you know because we always say it in this part what tools are you using for customer experience if i get an email i'll be super happy like i'll be super dope i hope there are people out there that are listening to this that aren't as blown away as we were and like oh yeah i've been doing this and 17 other things what's wrong with you george and remington um yeah, email us because we'd love to know what other tools you're using. Hey, this week's episode is brought to you by our Launchpad Workshops at Impulse Creative. It doesn't really matter if it's a HubSpot Launchpad Workshop or if it's Content Compass Workshop. We'd love to come out. We'd love to help train you up. Make sure you're getting the most out of your content and HubSpot efforts. Whoo! Let's chart the course. Remington, two things that really spoke to you. At yeah. a deeper level. So it goes along those lines of the tools um, that I just mentioned. So like that customer journey, uh, one of the first things that I started doing was scribbling this out um, you know, on the wall is trying to figure out how we can put more emphasis in understanding the customer experience. Um, so it's uh, it's one of those things like I want to – I want to know whether we're winning or losing. Um, and I want customers to be, I want customers to look at us as, wow, how can we be like them? Right. And so, you know, there's a couple, there's a couple companies that make you feel real good about, you know, being, being their customer and stuff and just trying to like 
think of that experience and how that makes you feel. Um, that was really big. Make sure that the energy and the budget that you're throwing into CX or cu- the customer experience is is in the same line as the sales and marketing side. And that sounds really, really hard to wrap your head around. But everyone everyone says it's easier to keep a customer than it is to find a new one. This kind of makes it so it's even more you know in front of you. And I'm going to go ahead and say those those eight A's again. So assess, admit, affirm, activate acclimate, accomplish, adopt, and advocate. So so think about, there's. he talks about all the different ways that the tools you could use in each one of those. Um, he also mentioned that not everyone makes it to the end. And so now, like, you know, me as a business owner, I want to measure everything. I'm like, oh, how far through have we gotten? So, like, did we get, did we hit activation? How many people have actually gotten through and adopting our methodology that we tell them about? You know, where are we at? So it was really huge. Start giving gifts. You don't have to wait till your logo's on them because they don't want them. Mm. <laughs> Mind blow moment for me. I think I actually made one of these, like, you know, and for the, our listeners, I'm making the mind blown like emoji face right now. Um, but you know, the, the gift is something you could start sending right away. And I know there's already like four or five different ways that I, I want to see us start doing that. Uh, I'm just still mind blown over the whole thing. It's just fantastic. Yeah, it's crazy. And you know, it's funny, the gift thing, um, I actually posted on my personal Facebook, uh, yesterday, uh, a great yeah. gift idea. It, they, there, there was this party, by the way. Which is why yeah. I probably exhausted all of my energy on that last little bit. Not really, folks. I'm just <laughs> kidding. Uh, but there was a party at my house. This lady, she brought cookies. Uh, and they were amazing. You got to go to my Facebook. It's uh, Mr. George B. Thomas. Anyway, they were like all 4th of July and like decorated. And she's like, oh, yeah, this is a side business. And I'm like, do you ship? And she's like, yeah, I ship. And I'm like, ooh, this is perfect. No logo. Tasty treat. <laughs> And so I put on Facebook like, hey, look, if you're looking for a, a good gift idea, here's a good gift idea. Anyway, charting the course for me, um, one of the things I want to start with was when Joey talked about, hey, uh, you've sold your stuff thousands of times. Hey, that almost sounded a little bit like Joey, sort of, kind of. <laughs> hey, you've sold your stuff thousands of times, right? Yep. But for the customer, it's, it's probably the first. Uh, and so while you are cursed with the knowledge of the understanding uh, of what you're going to do next before you even do it, the customers in there like, you know, what's, what's going on? And they're like bobbing and weaving and not, they're trying to, you know, make sure they're catching up or caught up with where you're at. To me, like slowing down, because uh, we're all trying to speed up the sales process. Oh, how can we make this go faster? Because we got to close, 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 close. Yeah. Uh, you know, and it's like, no, 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 slow down. Like, take it easy. Uh, it's their first time, like, you know, be, be decent. Uh, the other thing he talked about, Remington, that for me was like, oh my gosh, um, because it's something that we all have control of is that is the, the interaction, um, with you is going to be like no other. Right. Um, they, they need to feel something in the process. Um, they need to just be like, and they, and they don't even necessarily need to know why they feel that way. But when like you walk away, they're like, gosh, I like that guy or I like that gal or oh, that company is amazing. And they're really not sure why they felt that way, but you've put, Things in place, the way you talk, the way you act, the way you move, your colors, your fonts, whatever it is, that that interaction just is like none other that they've ever had. Mind-blowing stuff for them. 
And then I have to go back into and just mention it again, not the A's because we've already mentioned it like two times already, <laughs> is that um, how small – and I don't mean any disrespect to any listeners who are listening to this right now, by the way, but how small of a mindset we have when it comes to business because when Joey was like, yeah, assess, mm, by the way, that's all you're doing right now and pff, here's these other things. Like we have to – we just have to realize there's so much more. That we can be doing as a business, uh, and the things that we can be doing or should be doing are what's going to keep them from going out the back door. Because everybody's yeah. focused on the front door. Meanwhile, whoosh, everybody's escaping because we're not paying attention to this stuff. Anyway, Bermuda Triangle. This was funny. This, I loved yeah. this part. You know, good pirate, bad pirate. I had to start the episode with that little clip because it was so much fun. But, uh, what, what yeah. were your thoughts? Remington on the the uh, hacking the Bermuda Triangle section last week. You know, in the normal, at least what I've known of it now, of the Joey Coleman fashion was um, questioning everything, right? He goes, the good pirate or the bad pirate? Um, so identifying the people that are the good pirates that are doing things the right way in regards to customer experience and praising them, even if it's not in your normal company agenda, um, was was a huge thing that I didn't even consider or think about, right? Companies are the first ones to be like, oh, that's not how we're supposed to do it if they're doing something bad. But do we do we lead in praise to people that are doing something really awesome that isn't necessarily defined either? You know, that was that was a I think uh, a big a big piece here. So when we're thinking about the Bermuda Triangle, is I think as a as a manager. As a C-suite, as a company, making sure that we're looking for the people that are doing it awesome because we could be already doing things really well in regards to customer experience that we could replicate across the across the board. Um, but the bad pirate is making sure that your your C-suite or your managers care about the customer experience because um, I thought it was really interesting how companies aren't constantly companies are not typically compensating people mm. for a positive experience mm. they're compensating people for a turn and burn and that's that was a that was a big um, thing that was an unspoken issue or Bermuda triangle moment for me is you know wait so we're culturally and financially incentivizing people to turn and burn it, it was funny because when when I heard the words, I don't know if I wanted to like pee myself a little bit or if I was like in love inherently at that moment with Joey just a little bit more. But when he was like, um, you know, I'd love to see a world where in year eight or year, you know, eight or to 10, uh, the salesperson is making 100% of the money from that account. I was like, I don't even know. I like, I don't even know how to unpack that. Like it took, right. like I went back and like that was one part that I was like, how? How would that work? Like, how would you start? Right. Like, you would make no money. And then I was like, no, 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 no. Actually, you'd be making a crap ton of money because the, they would just yeah. all be there. They'd all be sticking around. I love this part because he said in the Bermuda Triangle, he said, look, this, there's nothing in the book that's curing cancer, right? Uh, and, and, and I, like, it's not rocket surgery. That's, that's a joke, by the way. LOL. <laughs> um, <laughs> here's the thing. It's, it's simple. That's what I loved about this yeah. is that it's it's so simple that people don't get it. It's mm. so simple 
that people haven't been doing it. And it reminds me of, by the way, one of Joey's great friends, which is Marcus Sheridan. Uh, I've hung out with him a couple times. Like, shout out. Like, just shout out to Marcus. But, but here's the thing. I go back to part of his talk, part of his life. And I'm talking about Marcus here for a second. When he did, they ask you answer. And the New York Times was like a revolutionary business. <laughs> like what? People ask questions, give them answers. Like it's, and so it's so simple, but people don't think about it. And this, this whole, the, the A's and the process and the hundred days, it's, it's so simple yet so complex for businesses yeah. to catch and, and do it. The other thing is I really, really, really loved, which by the way, I loved it because I hate something. I'm just going to throw it out of there. I hate acronyms. <laughs> like I think they're the dumbest thing on the, well, not the dumbest thing. In the top five list of dumb things that we've done as human beings, right? And uh, he said, ROI, return on investment, people, just so you know, uh, versus <laughs> ROE, right? And so yep. re- return on experience. And uh, and he talked about – yeah, he got real passionate. And uh, he says, what's the ROI of bringing your wife flowers? And I was like – I don't know about you, bro, but I know what the ROI on that is. <laughs> but it takes like three times and a card and some candies and then, hey, woo, acclimated. Anyway, just, just, just kidding. Yeah, it's a process, people. <laughs> so, 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 but here's the thing, right? It's like, why, why can't we, and I, I know we've got to focus on it in like ROI. I, I totally get it, right? Yeah, yeah. We, we've got to get the return on investment or else we're out of business. But I think that the sister, the cousin, the, the whatever you want to call this, I think ROE has to be like right there with it. And and we have to – so yeah, we got to get that. But man, we got to really give this, right? Mm. We got to give that experience. So that was kind of my things. It was interesting. So I talk about this all the time at Impulse where we talk about the long game and the short game. You know, So the long game, the long game is that, that return on experience – the the short game is that ROI, which most of the time people think about ROI as being the long game. But in this instance, you know, it's that it's that gift that keeps on giving. I, I even think he he referenced it kind of that way. You know, if you have a lot of people that are all advocating for you, it can be pretty huge. So, <clears throat> gotta gotta bring in the energy, people, because it's time. <laughs> it's time. Yo, I love July Fourth. I'm still trying to figure out July 5th, just letting everybody know that. <laughs> but it's time for Captain Killing It, where we talk about somebody who is either hashtag failing or hashtag succeeding in the socials. Remington Bag, I see a big, large yes yeah. that you've put that you have somebody for this week for this section. Why don't you share who you think this week's captain, I got it out twice, Killing It. Is this week? So for me, um, Captain Killing It is, and this is a good Captain Killing It for the record. Now I have to, now I have to identify is, um, you know, we we're pretty intentional with the things we do around impulse, and we're, I'm going to use this Captain Killing It to highlight the team, the Wayfinders at Impulse Creative. Um, we have 14 amazing individuals that have been absolutely knocking out of the park with what we do at Impulse regarding our own marketing and our own sales. Um, and uh, we just put out a case study on our blog. We'll put it in the show notes too. But you know, we've been able to dial things in since our website redesign, everything from changing a domain, which is super scary to a lot of folks, all the way through to 
you know, just building out a website that's kind of backwards than where the industry is going. Um, and we've seen some incredible results. So we're talking 100% increase over six months in traffic, 43% increase in leads. Um, you know, I know a lot of companies that would love to see that kind of lead flow. Uh, the good news is, is we know how and we're doing it for ourselves. And so it's one of those things I hats off to everyone on the team for really kicking ass and making it happen. Um, and then the, uh, the other thing here is, you know, we did that case study to win a HubSpot Impact Award. Do. And then found out that we are not. Uh, eligible as our own people or as our own agency to do that. So give us some, uh, give us some love. Tell us what you think and, uh, you know, and know that it is possible to make some results like that happen. Now we just got to focus some of that energy on one of our clients and write a really nice blog to showcase them for next quarter. It amazes me. It really does amaze me with a company who says you got to drink your own Kool-Aid. You got to eat your own dog food. And I'm sure they have another saying with that too. That they would not yep. accept uh, us eating our own dog food, which is gross, by the way, uh, and drink our own yep. Kool-Aid. They'd be like, oh, let's go ahead and show that. But anyway, we still love you every now and yeah. then. Yeah, we got a really cool blog for it now, so <laughs> it's easy to show. But yeah, it was very interesting to me um, over – actually, got that email yesterday, so at least they responded. That's cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, responding is – Boy, that's a low expectation bearer. Anyway, it's time for us to that's time for us to close this bad boy up because this has been one heck of a voyage. We know that you have things that you need to do. Hopefully, if you have not listened to the Joey Coleman episode, you will go over and do that. Make sure you join the conversation over on our Facebook group and page, wayfindinggrowth.com forward slash FB. Oh, man, you got to come over there. You can also email Remington and myself, WG, at ImpulseCreative.com if you want to let us know where you'd like us to navigate some of these conversations, topics, all that good stuff. Remington, <laughs> any last words before we head out of here? Big thing for me is take one thing and make a change in your customer experience because, like, for me, it's, you know, we've been sitting here waiting for those waiting for those logo things to, <laughs> to come in. Um, send that bottle of champagne, people. Just send it. Yeah, that's it. And uh, don't send it to me, though. At least not until next. <laughs> at least until next Fourth of July. Anyway, I want to thank you for watching. I want to thank you for listening. Uh, if you are listening on your favorite podcast app, make sure you go over to iTunes, leave a rating and review, some nice words, five stars would be great. If you are watching this on YouTube, make sure you hit that subscribe button, hit the bell for instant ding. notifications. Ding, 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 ding. Anyway, until next time, folks. He's Remington, I'm George, and we hope that you will leave the dock of mediocrity and set sail into the sunset of your success. 